Yo, good morning, everybody. Ultimate DJs here with another episode of Talking in Cars with DJs. I am your host, Ultimate DJs. Let's see how many times we can say the word Ultimate DJs in the first 30 seconds of Ultimate DJs podcast entitled Talking in Cars with Ultimate DJs. I'm your host, Ultimate DJs. That was pretty good, right? We've got it like seven times in there. Uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Arcfall, September 2023. It is Lower Decks Part 2 slash Part 1. All right. <laughs> uh, part two slash part one. It is one of the first times ever in the game that we've revisited a property. Uh, if you take out the anthology arc, this is actually a multi-month uh, seasonal arc. So one of the first times we've actually ever done that for an entire multi-part season. It is Lower Decks, the second version, and this is part one. Um, good morning to you, everybody. I appreciate you guys being here. Uh, Discord does appear to be having some audio trouble with some players. A lot of people can hear, but a lot of people can't too. So I don't, I don't know exactly what's going on there. Uh, maybe force close, reset your Discord, and try to hop back in. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Arc follows here. Our Arc video launch this morning, shorter than normal, is uh, is the Arc fall because there's not a lot of diversity in this month's Arc. However, the two mechanics that they're dropping are pretty big and start uh, and start conversations to be had about these two particular mechanics. So we can just dive right in and uh, and begin as we most typically do with the officers. We've got three epics this month, which I find to be interesting um, and maybe even slightly disappointing come the event store month you know this uh, as i joked in the video this morning this gives bubba joe ammunition for you know making some changes to the event store because this particular upcoming event store is going to be um certainly short on rare officers uh and of course we've always talked about epic officers not really being worth the squeeze unless maybe we could convince them to alter the price for this particular upcoming event store but we are way, way ahead of ourselves, right? Way, way ahead of ourselves when it comes to the event store. Obviously, we're just now beginning a multi-month season. All right. We've got three epics. Uh, the first one is Carol Freeman. Her captain's maneuver uh, maneuver is to double shots, very much like a strike team captain, um, doubling shots against PVP targets. Her um, officer ability is when the player targets when the player target, I did have some people asking if it would work in hostels. Note, she is a PvP captain. Uh, her officer ability is when a player target has a state of hull breach, morale, burning, or assimilate, then she will increase your isolated cascade bonus. Here's the interesting thing about that. Obviously, you can induce three of those states, right? You can induce assimilate. You can induce whole breach. You can induce burning. What you can't induce is morale. So this, you know, it's so funny to me, Bubba Joe, and I wish you could come up to the stage. It's so funny to me because, you know, morale, Explorer Strike Team was the weakest one of the set when it came out. And now, yet again, they've created these officers in an attempt and an effort to uh, rebalance strike team, but you still have a problem with Carol Freeman, you know, because you can't induce morale, right? The only they can induce morale. Now, testing has shown, community, that if 
that player induces their own morale, then Carol Freeman will still proc. But you can't control that, right? You can't proc morale on somebody else's ship. All right. However, um, if they do have morale, then yes, Carol Freeman will still proc. It's if the enemy state has, um, you know, or if the enemy player target has that state. All right. So even though you can't control them proccing morale, if they do proc morale, then you will still get the officer ability benefits of Carol Freeman. Before I get too deep into this, I'm going to welcome in our special guest this morning earlier than typical in this portion of the show. But uh, because I'm running late this morning, we've got Echo for the entire time. Good morning, Emperor Echo. How are you, buddy? Welcome in. I'm doing fantastic. Am I really a special guest at this point, DJ? Obviously, yeah. Wow. You're you're what yeah, you want to be. You want to be a regular. You want to be a cast regular. I I no. do still call you a special guest. Oh, I'm just part of the uh, everyone else, you know. A Riff VIP Raff. special guest. Riff, Riff Raff. Raff is not the correct word for it, but I can't think of any other words similar to that right now with the limited <laughs> of coffee I have in my system. You hooligan, all right, uh, hooligan. Emperor Echo is with us. So, uh, let's let's just kind of start at the top, and I will tell you guys ahead of time echo and i have not communicated this morning and that's on me because i've been very very busy so if he doesn't have the answer to a specific question i know that we'll be able to circle around and get back to it but uh just to confirm in our pre-launch uh beta testing our content testing of this we were able to confirm that carol freeman's officer ability will proc if the enemy player target has morale Right. Uh, it's any of the four states. We just have to be aware that we can't force morale onto another player. Right. Correct. Correct. That is correct. So if you yourself, you know, proc, hull breach, burning, assimilate, it works. But if you proc morale on your ship, it says in the tool tent, any state that is afflicted on their ship. And that means, you know, if they're procking morale themselves, ETC, Freeman procs. All right. Now, I will just say, as a quick side note, obviously, uh, we are in part one of Lower Decks, which presumably means that there's going to be more than one month of this. Um, I would imagine, I would imagine that it could be an interesting, an interesting officer ability for us to have some type of ability to proc morale on the enemy target. That would help bring explore strike team back into the balanced fold um just for us to be able to force that onto somebody and and let's not pretend that there aren't some strange opportunities like that in the past i remind you going all the way back to con's crew right pawn um who has the ability to proc hull breach on your own ship yep. right so uh, there is the the potential for that type of ability coming forward i am not going to ask you to necessarily divulge but is it safe to assume that forcing morale on another player is a potential ability that's on your radar? Something that's on our radar, for for sure. I don't want to give too many specifics, but obviously, you know, I do want to sort of affirm that this is the first step that we're taking in creating a more diverse and interesting PvP experience, right? Um, we have a lot more options now with either, you know, you're going to put builds and ransom in the below decks. Or are you going to put them on the bridge? Freeman is a bit of a wild card that can sort of go with a, a variety of different crews. I've already seen people in the general chat, you know, theory, theorizing what to run. Um, so it should be interesting. 
So, you know, some of the um, some of the PVP crews that we've been talking about and some of the stuff that that Ripper and Bubba and I have been theorizing about um, with some of the the player testing that we got a chance to do ahead of time. And and of which, by the way, I'm going to I'm going to say thanks to to Scopely for, you know, not freaking out uh, when we were conducting some of this testing. Um, And and this leads to a conversation that we had this past weekend echo not only with Bubba and Ripper and myself but also what we were able to have with you a lot of players are going to say well what about that 911 call all right the 911 call was placed right I mean you you know I called you it was late Sunday we talked about it and um and there was a couple of of adjustments that were made to the strategy moving forward of this but the content as it was uh, as it was decided to launch, is launching and and again i still come back i still come back and echo you and i talked about this a little bit when we're looking at some of the the testing and some of the early screenshots we're seeing scenarios that that can't possibly exist yet in the game so this is where i came on the show the other day and i said you know i know it sounds crazy i know that that some people are not going to have faith um, and Scoopley may not deserve that, that faith, that trust, but I believe, and you and I talked about this and you believe as well, based on the conversations that you had, I do that before the game reaches the point of the testing that we saw before the game reaches that point, there will be other factors that, that are introduced to continue to reiterate and balance this PVP mechanic. Is that yeah. correct? Yes, I just want to ask you a question, Ultimate DJs, mm-hmm. Man of the Hour. What tier is your Picard right now? He's tier four. How long did that take? It took a long time, but okay. there's there's reasons for that, right? It depends on how you guys are going to behold this officer. There are other officers that are quicker and easier and faster to max, but I would imagine from the hint of what you're kind of dropping here is that this will be a strike team kind of sourcing a Picard kind of sourcing in which you do not expect players to rapidly ascend their tiers of growth with this officer. Correct. I I would be surprised if we're seeing high tier um, Freeman's rolling around the system relatively soon. And that's again, because of what everyone's talking about. There's a balancing thing. It gives us, a bit of time to, you know, make sure the other pieces come into place because, you know, we talked about this, DJ. Whenever you're putting out a meta or you're shifting things up, you have to put different pieces out, right? And that can be concerning because you're only seeing one thing at a time. But, you know, we also... How would you feel if we put out nine officers in one month? Well, I, you know, obviously that can't happen. And, and, and so I am going to interpret your comment in layman's terms for the audience, what you're saying then, Echo, is that Carol Freeman is going to be, I'm not I'm not going to necessarily say difficult because there is something new that you guys are trying this month as well, which is interesting. But in other words, long-term sourcing for this officer is going to be painstakingly slow. Are you basically trying to, to kind of say I'm that? Just, I'm just saying, you know, the, 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 the tier five, Freeman blasting away at somebody that, you know, maybe people were talking about is not something that I 
foresee in the near future. Okay. So, so, but we're not necessarily trying to control that officer in such a way that nobody can secure the unlock because also you guys right. are doing something a little bit different this month in which you're making it very possible for a large number of players to very easily secure an unlock, but it's not exactly free to play, right? Tell us a little bit about Freeman sourcing this month. So Freeman sourcing this month, because for many of you that may know, some of you may not, um, Lower Decks season is launching in just a couple of days. Brand new season. I'm very excited. I think Lower Decks is awesome. I know that that's a bit of a hot topic. Some people love it. Some people hate it. But to celebrate the fact that the new season is going to be starting this week, free a full unlock of Freeman is available in the Elite track of the Battle Pass. That would be the $20 version of the Battle Pass. Not the $100, but the $20 version of the Battle Pass for merely completing the uh the battle pass now are all of the shards in the battle pass or is this kind of a meta thing where some of the shards are in the battle pass but we still got to do other events and other things or are we seeing 120 shards in the battle pass i'm pretty positive it's just in like the last milestone of the battle pass or it's like you get 90 and then with like the day one gifts you got everything you need okay so and vengeance is confirming thank you vengeance appreciate that all shards are present in the battle pass now you know i do see some of the snide comments congratulations guys you can buy an officer but but we've never seen officers for sale for twenty dollars even rares we've never seen epics certainly at that price and we've certainly never seen them without a strong degree of material spend um for example going back to seven of nine 400 bucks okay so we're seeing twenty dollars unlock carol freeman and let's not pretend that Carol Freeman doesn't have an absolutely ridiculous ability. So again, coming back to our captain's maneuver, this is essentially the start of an alternative strike team. This isn't explorer strike team or, or interceptor strike team or battleship strike team. It's how do you guys want to call it? I had kind of jokingly referred to it as alternative strike team, but this is a fourth strike team captain. What are we, what are, what are we going to you're using ATS, DJ. I kind of like that. It's got a good ring to it. ATS, all right. The alternative strike team. Um, this is this is going to be it. Now, why do I think that the that Carol Freeman is the superior of the three? I call Carol Freeman the superior of the three because she is the most diverse. She is the most um, able to be used in the broader set of circumstances for example we can look at um commander jack ransom this month and we can look at chief engineer andy billups this month who have the same style of abilities the same bonuses mathematically but they're tied into a ship type right so you've got uh, billups who is on the officer ability is meant to sub in and correct me if i got this wrong i might be I might be backwards, okay? I might I might have these backwards, but Billups is the interceptor strike team sub in, right? Backwards. I got it backwards. All right, so Billups is the explorer strike team stand in. Oh, no. I'm a moron. Billups is IST. Ransom is EST. You were correct. Okay, I was right. Thank God. You were it. right. You were right. You were right. You were right. I'm wrong. All right. So, so you got Billups who will synergize 
with Ducat and is meant to sub in on the bridge of an interceptor strike team. You've got Ransom, who will synergize with Weyoun and is meant to stand in on the Explorer strike team to try to bring some balance to that because Akatika is terrible, right? So we love Akatika. No, we don't. We, so you've got you've got the, out there. So you got those two <laughs> that are a little bit more narrow use in their bridge abilities. Okay, now their below deck abilities provides even more niche play because if I'm using Billups on the bridge of interceptor strike team, then I can't use him on the lower deck of a battleship in order to protect against interceptor strike team. So even though he is interceptor strike team offensively, he's battleship strike team defensively. All right, which is going to, in Scopely's eyes, provide an opportunity at at that crew jitsu that you've talked about so much, Echo. All right. And so when Scopely and, and admittedly, Echo, we can tell the people you guys consulted, we talked and I agreed with Scopely in that if I was going to source an officer in the battle pass completely, Carol Freeman was the most diverse and the most able to be used by all. And so I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to totally put a hundred percent of that. Like somebody says, well, I would have preferred to have chosen my officer. Um, if, if the choice token was not an option, which it sounds like it, it would have been more complicated to do that given some other ideas that we've got. But if I was choosing one of the three, Freeman was the right one to choose. And, you know, I've heard some comments of people saying like, well, I don't even have any of the strike teams right now. Um, Freeman is that officer that i really think is going to let people who want to get back and involved in pvp this month get back and involved in pvp the month if they choose to you know get the battle pass right um like you said i saw someone say universal strike team which i also think is interesting dj um if you want to try and use freeman and put some other crew combinations around it will definitely let you sort of put your dip your toes back in the water not only that but freeman is her own captain, right? She is the captain of a new strike team, AST, UST, however you want to call it. She's the captain of a new strike team. So, for example, for a player who doesn't have Ducat, who doesn't have Weyoun, right, then this officer is going to be a much, much, much easier and cheaper opportunity for you to hook up with a strike team captain. And what we have determined through our testing is that really Freeman is a standalone strike team captain. What I mean by that is that she doesn't need three officers all working together like the traditional strike team. As a matter of fact, I can kind of say that out of all of the strike teams, I would now argue that Freeman is the most powerful. Because strike team uh, with Carol Freeman as captain doesn't need other lower deckers to go with her. She just throwing out a little bit of pre-testing crew jitsu. Okay. She's going to be great with Honor Guard Wharf and Lorca. Just absolutely. Oh, you just can't. Oh, come on, DJ. You didn't even want to think about I'm, it. I'm just telling y'all there's some crew metas in this game. Okay. Now, there's still crew jitsu to be had there. Assimilate, 
the low deck abilities, seven of nine. Okay. There's going to be some significant opportunities for you to prove for your target. Okay. But Carol Freeman is, is going to be good. Now, Maul says I'm shelling pretty hard. And, you know, there's a lot to not like. Okay. Um, and we'll get to some of that. But Carol Freeman, available in the Battle Pass for everybody for a $20 spend, that is big. Okay. I am not going to be fussy about that, especially when we know how difficult it's been for players to source strike team, especially the strike team captains. Guys, they're still being sold. Like, they're still not reliable sourcing for strike team captains. And now, even if you didn't have any of the other strike teams, granted, it's still not free to play, but it is $20. All right? And that is a strike team captain that will be very, very strong. In my opinion, stronger than the other three strike teams. In my opinion. All right? Now, We've talked a little bit about the other officers, the fact that they're all three epics. Echo, tell us a little bit about sourcing outside of, of Freeman. You've got the $20 battle pass that will take care of Freeman. I would presume then, since you're saying that these shards are going to be somewhat tightly controlled, that we are not going to see packs that are just outright selling Carol Freeman. True? I need to verify that's one of the questions that you didn't say i don't think so though but yeah let me well know. i mean if you guys are going to be controlling that commodity i mean you say we don't want players to tier five out there i'm telling you if you make it available for spend people would do that right right so that you know of course you could drink your own money with that but, but I, don't I don't think that would, that would be good for the game. And that's what you guys are trying to do, right? We're right. trying to balance. balance. Right, right. Team. right, right. All right. So, so let's talk about the sourcing on Billups and Ransom. Uh, as I put in the article video earlier this morning, kind of a hybrid, if, if you will. We're still having traditional solo leaderboards in week one, week two, right? And we still have the paired heroic solo milestone, which will provide a full unlock of these officers, but the difference this month is that you're only going to have one shot. Is that correct? Correct. Weekend number one will be one of the officers. Weekend number two will be the other officers. And Hypochondriac asks, is it going to be as expensive as seven of nine? I would expect so. Again, that is a commonly accepted price tag as far as material spends for a complete epic unlock. All right, so this is the thing. It's very unlikely that a lot of people are not going to be able to do this multiple times, okay? This is, again, why I come back to Freeman as my choice in the Battle Pass, because most players, if they can do either one of them, most players would only be able to do one if they could even do that one, right? I mean... Like, look, look here. Aries says, I'm still broke from Chicote. I'm still broke from seven of nine. Me too. I'm with you. So I will the solo milestone be the full unlock like seven of nine? Yes, it will. But you're only getting one weekend to do it. All right. Do we have any insight yet, Echo, on what weekend number three will hold? Right now, as of last update, you guys were holding it as a mystery. Still holding as a mystery. 
Still holding is a mystery. Can you give us a hint? I mean, is it going to be one of these two officers? Is it going to be something different? Is it going to be Freeman? No hints. Sorry. (laughs) Milo says, in other words, they don't know yet. That's certainly possible. All right, that is possible. We have been, listen, in all fairness, LiveOps has been very careful with the week three events, even with the content creators over the last three arcs. They say, tentative. We don't yet know. It is going to be reactive. We're going to see what we do for the, you know, for the first part of the arc to see how we need to, you know, you know, launch week three based on what our goals are. Okay. Um, Week three could be the, uh, an auction for a brand new G6 Epic ship. We don't know. Right. Echo. Uh, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say that's not going to be there. (laughs) That doesn't exist. Okay, whatever you say. All right. Um, so yes, we don't know what week three is gonna be, but what we do know is weekend number one and weekend number two will each contain one unique opportunity at a full unlock of both Billups and Ransom, and you're gonna have to carefully choose which one you think is going to serve you better moving forward. That is unless you can do it all. Now, I do see people fussing about the heroic milestones. Guys, I still I re- I cannot get behind that. All right? This sourcing is infinitely better than a solo milestone. I understand that not everybody can do it. I understand, but but you couldn't do it with an auction anyway. Right? Like who who is guaranteed the possibility of a full unlock with an auction? These milestones are more fair, they're more steady, they're more universal, and they provide everybody the opportunity at the milestone. So I'm sorry for those of you saying, well, that's garbage. i sorry, you are wrong. Sit down and be wrong, you are wrong. Only Bubba right, Joe gets to say that. I know, it didn't, it didn't feel right. I, I, it didn't even feel I right. Coming out of my it, mouth. Was, it was like 80% of the way there. It's just a certain amount of Bubba Joe enthusiasm. We can't. <laughs> yeah, I copy. know. I know. So that that's just it. Okay. I, I'm sorry if you don't like the size of those milestones, but it's still more opportunity than you've ever had in the past at these shards. If you can't unlock it, you can still make meaningful progress. All right. But at least you can unlock it. All right, you can't. Gordon says, how much did you spend to complete them? That depends, Gordon. The cost in materials is equivalent to $400, okay? That's the equivalent cost in materials. But can players do it absolutely free? Yes, they can. All right? If you are a hoarder, if you are a saver, yes, you can. All right? So um, you just need to go back and look. And uh, it is, Gordon. It is. Uh, but you need to go back and look and just see what your, you know, what your milestones were last month. I would imagine that, um, I imagine that, that there are going to be similarities there. Okay. Now, um, and, and, you know, Lube is right. From day one, the mantra is on heroic solo milestones. You will not likely be able to do it every single month. You're going to have to choose. This is a we want it all and we want it now kind of thing. And players, it's never been that. It's never been that. You are going to have to make choices. All right? You're going to have to decide which officer. I'm even telling you right now. I I can't do it twice. I'm not going to be able to get both of these. You're going to have to choose which one brings you more value 
if either of them. Listen, guys, if you're not a PvPer, this is your hoarding month. If you hate PvP, if you don't like PvP, if you don't want to do PvP, this is the month you hoard because next month might come out an officer that you want to do, that you want to spend it on. I don't understand the, the mentality of, I have to do this. No, you don't. If you don't like PvP, if that is not what you enjoy in this game, if you do not engage with it, then this is your hoarding month. Do that. Okay? That depends on you as to whether or not you want to be competitive or have a fighting chance in PvP. And I'm still here to tell you, if Bubba Joe's running this crew and I'm running this crew, I will still die. All right. PVP isn't going to change uh, fundamentally in this game if people are running these new crews. Now, if they're not running the crew, you do have a better chance. But do you want that better chance? Do you want that opportunity in PVP? Some people don't. Some people don't care. Okay. So, and, and Mohicum has an interesting prophecy in the chat, Echo. He said there's like three to five more officers needed to fill the PVP combinations. Interesting, since this is part one, isn't it, Echo? Interesting. Interesting. All right. So that's officers. Okay. Um, that is officers. Anything else that you have to comment on regarding the officers, Echo, or are we pretty much set there? No, I think you covered it. And I think a big thing is going to be looking at sort of how things are playing out this month, analyzing data, you know, ETC, making sure that we're really looking at how PvP meta is shaping up. Now, Brexton, I appreciate that comment. People are going to hold me accountable. Sunday, sun, no, oh, no, Sunday, Sunday, the message was cancel the arc. Today, I say PvP isn't changing. And he says that's confusing. And I think that's fair. Also, what I said Sunday was, I don't think it's as big a deal as Ripper and Bubba thought that it would be. That is my opinion. That was my opinion Sunday. It's still my opinion now. Because... Nobody has the officers, nobody has the research, nobody has the technology, nobody has the artifacts to duplicate what we were showing as an extreme test. I said that if Scopely has no plans on countering this in the future, then yes, it will ultimately be bad. Okay? And I agreed with that. What my statement was, and I appreciate you calling out that question. What my statement was, Brexen, is if they have a plan, then that is what I was banking on. The reason I was not 911ing is because I have faith that game design has a plan. You guys said that you didn't have the faith that they had a plan, and that's why they were calling for 911, Bubba included. All right. I said that I believed that they had a plan. And that is why I was hesitant on that. Even Echo in our conversations, I told you, listen, I don't think this is quite as big a deal as, as what some other people are concerned with, but it all depends on you, right? It all depends on you. You guys have to have a plan for this because if you don't, then yes, PVP is broken fundamentally from this point forward. Echo, and they, and yes or no, do you have a plan? Yeah, there's a plan. Also, hypothetically, let's just put, put something out there, DJ, right? Say 
we have no knowledge, no information on Freeman, right? Freeman doesn't exist for all intents and purposes right now, okay? If this month there is, say, an officer that is very defensive-oriented in PvP, would you invest heavily in, like, a uh, like a, an SLB and events, heroic SMSs, things like that for, like, a very strong defensive PvP officer with no synergies? Well, I think you're going to have to provide defensive capabilities. This month no, 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 no. is showing... If that came out, no knowledge of Freeman drops this month. Oh, I see what you're saying. So if people didn't feel, you know, listen, I don't like that, Echo. I don't like that. I understand that there's an incentive to do that from a business perspective, but I don't like that. No, 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 no. Because that is is introducing a mechanic to inspire fear or scrambling and then selling the solution to said problem. I'm not a big fan of that. I'm not trying to say that at all. I'm sorry if I came across that way. I'm just saying when we, we tried to do our best with putting out with like offensive and defensive versions of these officers. Right. And so my point is concern wise for me as a standpoint, I wouldn't want to like be like, oh, I'm not going to get that officer. I don't see a, a need for it right now. And then be like, oh, man, like I wish I knew about that officer. Right. So I, I'm sorry if I presented that incorrectly dj i i will objectively agree that if no knowledge of freeman or her path had existed defense probably wouldn't feel as strong of a need for players now that you're offering a boatload of of offense my argument is and i maintain this by the way hit me I believe both Billups and Ransom are not nearly strong enough on their BDAs. And here's why. Isolytic Cascade is a, is a net ad multiplier. It, if you do 100%, all right, or 60%, whatever you're going to do. If you're going to do 60%, and Bubba, I don't know what the exact math is. Maybe putts could help. If you're going to do a net ad of 60%, equivalent for defense, because it uses a different formula, the equivalent of defense needs to be what, Bubba? 200%? 250%? You see what I'm saying? It's not equal. To offer 60% isolated cascade and then a 60% isolated defense is nowhere near equivalent in their Krujitsu applications. Obviously. I want to see testing. Obviously, I want to see how it plays out. Obviously, I feel like you guys are being a little bit conservative here, but okay. I do believe that both Ransom and Billups are going to need significant, significant buffs to their below deck abilities if you want them to be successful counters to isolated cascade. Okay. They are, yeah, to Paul, they are disproportionate. Like I think is a, gonna, is a good uh, way. In- you, I know that you, of all people, will test the ever-living crud out of these. If I can get them. If you can get them. Yeah, if I, if I can get them. So, um, but, you know, we're, we're working on, actually, I, I did, in all transparency, I did ask Scopely. Um, and you know what? I, I don't even mind to say this now because we don't even know if it's going to happen. But, you know, I've always maintained, I've always prided myself. I think that's why my relationship with my server is, is strong because I've never you know, used uh, what I 
fondly refer to as Scopely welfare to, to, to beat up on my server. Um, <laughs> I have asked for all three of these officers for scientific testing. The good news about that is, Echo, we are hoping to hear back from engineering that that this is a go, but they have developed a tool uh, specifically, I don't want to say specifically for, but definitely with a prominent forethought of allowing this type of testing to an account and remove those shards. So I have asked for all three to do on-screen testing, specifically with Wardod, um, and then have confirmed that Scopely will remove those officers so that I don't have an advantage over anybody else on my server like anybody else. I'll have to go through and earn them just like everybody else would. Um, we don't need to comment on that yet, Echo, because I know we're still waiting from engineering to see if that is ready to deploy. But if if you guys do grant them for testing, we will test the snot out of them, and then I'm giving them back, right? Right. That's... That's kind of how we're going with it. Now, uh, let's move on because we've actually, crazy enough, only got about 10 or 15 minutes left. Let's talk about um, Monavine. This is where I start to lose my shine a little bit. All right. Now, granted, I am concerned about the balance of PvP. I am not as concerned as Ripper and Bubba. They are convinced that this breaks the game. Bubba is on record in the chat that Isolytic defense does not solve this problem okay so we're gonna have to have some significant conversations about how you guys move forward from this incredible increase in damage output that being said i am more forgiving of that because i think that you guys have a plan a mathematical plan what i am not as forgiving about is a so lack of creativity yeah what i'm not so as forgiving about Echo is a lack of creativity in game mechanics and play. Another okay. ship, another hostile, another multi-step refinery process. Literally, this is Voyager. Slap a new skin on it. Rinse, repeat, sell content. I, I know that you and I have had conversations about new and engaging mechanics in this game. And you have heard, not just from me, that we are sick and flipping tired of armadas. So what do we do? We sell a new ship with a new hostel and a new loop and a new armada and mash it all together all in one loop. Tell me, Echo, why I should care. Tell me why I should care. Well, one, I think it's very valuable with the amount of materials that you can be getting from this um you're going to be getting a lot more resources from this so i know that some people have just stopped doing the franklin right um yeah so you can use the motivine instead if you choose to and also there are a couple of different ways to engage with this sort of loop which is i think where the creativity is there right because if you go out and you go to the new texas class systems and you engage in these hostiles you do lose your peace shield Right, it drops, but you can finish the amount of hostiles needed to finish this up much faster. Or you can go and you can put your Monavine in one of those systems and have a revenge hostile spawn, and that will not drop your shield when you engage in that. But it will take longer to get the amount of um, loot that you need to do the refines. 
All right, so let me back up. First of all, I am not opposed. I know a lot of people in the chat are very fussy about the, the peace shield thing. I'm not necessarily opposed to it, but can you explain why? Like, why that mechanic? Why a PvE grind that is actually going to drop my protection shield? Why? Um, because technically, just lore-wise, um, they are, like, friendlies, right? They're just rogue AI, but you are technically attacking a friendly. Which or, I presume is going to be explained in the mission. That'll be explained right. in the story. Okay. I believe so as well. So, so we're attacking friendly ships that have been taken over by a rogue AI, and that's why the peace shield drops. Now, again, as I mentioned kind of pre-show, I'm not as upset about that particular piece of it. Why? Because at least it's new, right? At least it's new. It's going to provoke thought. I'm going to have to either go drop my shield to attack these hostiles quickly or leave my shield up, throw a ship in a system for it to auto-grind this objective. Now, this is a broader sweeping question, but is this now basically Scopely finally authenticating or giving its official position on auto-grinding in this game? I wouldn't say that. I think that this is just something that is new, especially with the piece shield dropping, and there wanted to be different options to doing that. Now, Aries like, says... You like... You like Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, Ares is talking about screen time reduction in the game, which, again, that's, you know, that's a quote that has been wildly distorted over the years. However, this doesn't have to be a grind, right? I, I, if you send it out for auto-grinding, it would be no different than, than a miner, right? Send a ship out, come back in 30 minutes, you've been attacked 25 times, it's done, right? Like, you're good. If we want to do it faster, actively, then our shield drops. But also, of course, I guess keep in mind, if you are active, if you're doing it actively, then you're online. So you can watch, you know, your base or you can throw a shield if somebody comes and taps, I guess. So I'm not, I guess, quite as fussy about that. Let me let me hone in on something else that you said. You said a lot more resources and materials. Yep. Listen, we've had dif we've had differences of opinion on definitions and of words, you like a lot more. And you can let me know if you feel like it's not a lot more, right? And that's a discussion that we can have. All right. I'm no, going to tell you right now. It's a subjective thing, right? For me, for me, I don't know. Community, now listen, Bubba can't answer this question. I, I would need another Ops 54. Another Ops 54 to help me. But here's, okay, you want to know what a lot more is for me? A trillion steel, 25 billion trite. No, 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 not 25 billion trite. Uh, 25 trillion steel, 1 trillion trite, 50 billion dill. That is a lot more to me in resources. 25 trillion steel, 1 trillion trite, or 25 trillion trite, somewhere in there, and, and 50 billion dill. Is that, is that what we're talking? Lube says that's too much. A trillion trite? Okay, fine, half a trillion trite. Bubba says that's a lot more than I expect. What are do you think 25 trillion trio, 25 trillion steals too much? I don't think so. Yeah, I'm talking like one repair is is a hundred billion trite. You know, so what are we looking at? Do you have the data chart in front of you? Echo, me? can you tell no. me what Ops 54 is gonna give me? No, I don't. I'm sorry. Is it a daily? There is a daily, and then in a different tab on the refinery, there is a very clear and marked 
stretch goal that's on a three-day cooldown timer. It is not like a third chest option. There is literally another tab that is essentially like a stretch goal because we talked about that, right, with Mr. Tiger. All right. Um, all right, so let's come back. The hostels are dropping a 24 and a 72-hour refinery that's paying resources, right? Yes. It's also dropping directives for us to go and do these new rogue AI solo shipyards, which are solo armadas. Yep. And that loot is going to come in and source what? Materials. What materials specifically? Crystal or gas, and you can choose which one you want. What about parts? No parts, I don't think. Get them to add parts on choice. I'm fine with choice. Parts are a big problem. Get them to add parts. And I would, okay, community, real quick, just show Echo in the chat. If this sourced a great deal of parts, both uncommon and rare, if this solo armada loop had an opportunity for you to source parts, are you more interested in this mechanic? That's a lot of parts being spammed in the chat right now you well therein lies where i believe we could positively reiterate on this i believe scopely has misjudged balance a little bit listen materials are great don't get me wrong i'm not going to complain about materials but parts are near impossible to source they are now, granted, you need materials for research and buildings also, right? So you typically need more materials, but parts are singularly difficult to get, and they can only be used in ships. And if you look at sourcing in this game, if you look at sourcing of parts in this game, there's actually remarkably few places that you can get it, all right? So here's my, my prophetic suggestion. And this is easy. This is easy. Have them go in and add a couple of bundles for parts as well in the materials. It can even be behind the solo armadas. I'm fine with that. But just as valuable as you guys think materials are, I can tell you the community feels that parts are equally as important, if not maybe a little bit more, just because of their current sourcing. All right. So... Now, on the other hand, McDougal, thank you for the very solid point. Community, don't be complaining about getting more materials, especially if we're going to continue to see these heroic-style milestones. More materials means more free-to-play accessibility to new officers. You're absolutely right, McDougal. Thank you 100% for reminding us of that point. However, oh. ahead, I, would like, I would still like to see an opportunity at parts. Just throwing that out there. There's one other thing about the Monavine that I want to bring up that we haven't touched on yet. All right. So the Monavine will provide, you know, uh, materials in the claims based on your ops level, not the ship tier. Ship tier just increases how much you get from those claims. But if you're G5, tier one, you have the option to get G5 materials. If you're G4, you have the opportunity to get G4 materials. All right. Which is exactly why you got to add extra choices in that refinery. What if I still need G4 parts? No, I think you can also get G4 parts, but you don't have to like get it tier five before G5 materials show up. So if you're a G5 player, 
Can you get G4 materials? I believe so. I'm going to double verify. All right. I'm just saying. No, no, no. Add, it's a good point. It's a good point. Add that, add that extra. Add that extra in there. Like, I, I am seeing this. When you saw the chat going nuts on parts, I see a couple of comments. We can have materials, but we can't spend the materials on ships unless we also have the parts. Right? Like, Understood. So, I, you know, listen. This is just me. This is just me and friends hanging out here. If Scopely wants to uptick on the value of the Monavine, because I believe, like myself, a lot of players are going to look at this content and be like, ugh, another Armada, another specialty ship, and another specialty hostel, and another multi-step refinery that gives fine, great quantities of this stuff, but it's not massively changing my gameplay, right? On the other hand, if you add parts to this, I believe, confirm for me or not, community, I believe that you will have more success with the Motivine because players might find more value in the rewards that it gives. Bubba and I were just having this conversation last week about rare formation armadas and the isolytic shards, right? He hates formation armadas. But he does them because the isolytic artifacts are a worthwhile reward, right? I would be willing to bet that Bubba Joe is not excited about the Monavine because he doesn't need resources and materials. You know what I'm saying? On the other hand, parts, that's something that a lot of people need. That's good. Parts are, parts are important. All right, uh, Echo, talk to me about sourcing on the ship. Do we see a free-to-play path this month? Not this month. Next month. Next month. So with, now, can you give this, you know, I'm big on this, consumer education. Next month, the free-to-play path introduces. Right. What is your expected time frame? Doesn't have to be exact. It does not need to be exact. What is your expected time frame on the acquisition of this ship? And the reason I ask is so that players can make an educated decision. Will I have this ship in 30 days if I wait? Or can I start on this ship, but I'm not going to have it for six months, and therefore, do I need to spend on the ship now? 100 days is always fair to assume. All right. That's so what the has been. That's what the Voyager has been. So in other words, I don't the know path begins... Sure, the path begins in a month, and we could assume ballpark that three more months is a reasonable time frame. So, community, there's your consumer education. Do I buy the ship today, or do I wait four months to put it in my shipyard? Okay? Ballpark. Now, Gopher, Scopely, in fairness, has never been one to commit to future timelines. They just don't. I don't blame Echo for that. That's why I ask for a reasonable number and not a specific number because they never commit to future time frames like that. But I feel that it's important for players to know what is the sacrifice, right? What's the sacrifice, Echo? If I try to grind this ship free to play, what am I giving up? That's why we need to look at the refinery. We need to see the refinery data. We need to see what it's paying out and whether or not that is worth giving up. You know, I could, Bubba Joe, this is, gosh, why I wish you were on the stage. Bubba, this is a scenario in which 
it could be, maybe possible to equate the Monavine to a monthly resource pack, which you praise, right, Bubba? You say every month, if you're not buying the monthly resource pack, you're doing it wrong, right? But if this is going to give that amount of resource and material over the course of 30 days, then is it not a one-time purchase of a monthly resource pack that continues to give forever? There is that perspective. There is that vantage point that would be objective and fair for us to evaluate once we see the refinery data for the brand new ship called the Spicy Pickle. There you go, Bubba Joe. Listen, it's canon. Right. Also, Motivine is 200 BPs, so could be 200 days. Again, I don't know. You son of a gun. No, no. I, I am here to tell you right now. I am here to say definitively right now. 200 days is too long. That will not be acceptable to me. Period. Okay. Hands down. No questions asked. Unacceptable. Okay. 90 days, 100 days. I can get behind that. I understand having a little bit of, of premium access. 200 days is ridiculous. I don't know. I'm just going off of Define was one a day. Voyager was one a day. If this is 200 BPs. This is not meant to start pitch force and fire. I'm just trying not to be held on record saying you said 100 days and it's not. 200 days is not acceptable. Plain and simple. Sorry. Nope. Okay. You can, you can take that back to the powers that be. 100 days is barely acceptable. It really should be like 60. Okay. But, but 100 days is barely acceptable. 200 is not at all acceptable. Not okay. Uh, so Motivine, there's the loop. Solo armadas. Tell us a little bit about the solo armadas. Are they uncommons, rares, epics? What do we got with the armada targets? I believe they're just uncommons. Okay. Hey, Sores. Um, real quick, you can't see the payout without buying the ship. That's why you count on me. That's why you count on Jules Verne and Mand and Blue Mandalorian. We're already working on it. We're already working on it, guys. Don't don't freak out. Listen, if you want to see the potential payout. Don't buy the ship yet. That's fair. I believe in consumer education. Give us 72 hours. 72 hours, you'll have the refinery data. Okay? I promise. Jules Verne is already working on it. Mend is already working on it. There's already channels for, for data gathering amongst the whales. Don't you worry. We're going to have a chart for you in no time. All right? So that way you guys can see what the worth is as you, as you go up. If you are trying to gauge the value to you of the new spicy pickle. All right. Why, Why DJ? Because Bubba made it, Bubba made it so. All right. I'm not going to refute Bubba. How much is the ship? If we buy it today, how much is the ship? It should be what it normally is. A hundred dollar unlock, right? hundred dollars for the ship. Okay. I believe. I don't. Okie dokie. I'm a community manager. I don't. Yeah. Whatever. Anyways. I'm just going to get yelled at it. I mean, I get it. You, you haven't seen any more than I have when it comes to the in-game packs and things like that. I, that's, that's forgivable, guys. Listen, don't be so rough on, on Echo. They, they don't listen. They tell him about as much as they tell me, people. That's All not right? fair. That's, that's fair. true. That's listen. so true. That's so true. I come into these things, and, and it's very typical that I have more information than he does. Okay, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to beat you up. I'm not going to beat you up on on not knowing those kinds of minute details. Listen, they're going to be in the game in less than an hour. 
Okay. They're going to be in the game in less than an hour, so it's fine. All right. Anything else? Anything else, Emperor Echo, that you would like to share or that you would like to make sure that the community is aware of? Listen, I, I do have one thing. I got one thing. Um, I think that our teaching over the last two weeks is absolutely paramount to the launch of this arc. And guys, I think it's very obvious when Bubba and I began to learn about the upcoming arc. And for this, I will say that, that there's a little bit of credit, a little bit of credit given to Scopely and that they shared some of this information with us a little sooner this time because Bubba, did we or did we not begin really speaking about isolytic impact and isolytic cascade isolytic cascade and isolytic damage are not the same thing dj they are very different and that is one thing that i want to put a thumb on and put a pin in right here okay cascade is a very different function than normal isolytic damage so you know bubba had mentioned on a previous show when we're talking about um, you know, it might feel bad if, you know, I spent a hundred dollars on a 5% isolytic prime, but then a larger, a larger isolytic comes out. I don't think that they've done that just yet because this is not isolytic prime or, or isolytic damage. These are isolytic cascade, which does what echo? Like it's enhances, not just an additive. No, it enhances your isolytic damage by whatever the percent is. So if you have a hundred percent isolytic cascade, is going to essentially double all isolytic damage that you have. That's right. So that is one thing that I do believe Scopely is missing on when it comes to the education and why we've tried to contribute to that. In my opinion, Cascade is not a diminishing factor against like Borg Queen's Remains or the Prime, et cetera, et cetera. Cascade is, is kind of nice, right? Cascade improves. I, I almost describe it as like a scalable thing like a scalable buff or a growth. Like we talked about this on Twitch the other night. If I've got isolytic artifact to level three and it's 5%, right? The only traditional way to grow that bonus would be to take it to level four, but it's not the only way now. Now I can grow it by going to level four, but I can also grow it by growing my isolytic cascade because it will also grow the isolytic damage. Now my isolytic artifacts have two ways to, to grow. And for that reason, I'm, I am still intrigued about this whole isolytic thing. I still believe that it's going to be a big factor and a big, a big uh, focus of gameplay. But I, you know, you guys know I spent money on board Queens remains last month. I'm not super fussy about that yet because these officers are going to double those investments. They are scalable. And I kind of, you know, when Echo and I were talking about this the other day, I kind of joked about a prime, right? Because these officers are going to be sold. When have we ever had a prime that net doubled anything? Anything in this game. Nothing has ever net doubled anything. That's kind of what Cascade is doing. So I'm not super fussy about it yet. It could happen. I could get grumpy, but I'm not there yet. All right. So that is my final point on making sure to completely and fully understand the difference between isolytic damage and isolytic cascade. Echo, do you have anything that you would like to wrap up with? Yeah. So Star Trek Fleet Command's fifth anniversary is coming up and mm -hmm. we are going to be starting the celebration this month. Now, I can't get all the details, but September 7th, mark your calendars. 
September 7th. Something's going to be happening. And you may see some events with some tickets in them that aren't explained yet, and that's on purpose, and all will be revealed September 7th. You heard it here first, guys. G6 launches September 7th. Nope. Def- nope. Just not at all. Nope. That's what he said. No, That's what he said. Do not say that. You get a G6, and you get a G6, and you get a G6. Yep. All right. There you right, go. It's right there in the uh, talking track, talking track chat room, man. Uh, fifth year anniversary credit. All right. So that is on what day? The seventh. The seventh. Eleven a.m. PST. I will also point out. Wait, eleven a.m. PST. I think so. That's not event reset. No. Okay. Yeah. What? Can I just ask a weird side question? What? What is with all these staging events not at event it's not, reset? It's not an in-game event. Just, I'm just saying. Mark your calendars for September 7th at 11 a.m. PST. All right. I will also um, remind everybody that we will be broadcasting live tomorrow at 1 p.m. PST, live from the Scopely Studios in Los Angeles with Emperor Echo as our live in-person guest. And there will also, we have already confirmed some other surprise guests for you guys as well. They're in person. So um, tomorrow, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, we'll be broadcasting live from the Scopely Studios. Um, with Echo and a few other surprise guests, uh, it's going to be going to be a lot of fun. I am catching a flight here in like sixteen or seventeen hours to head out west. So uh, that's right, McGregson. Uh, I'm getting new coffee mugs tomorrow. Echo, no, you heard no, it here. For, no, yep. Listen, the only way you're going to keep me from bringing home coffee mugs is if you pull every single one of them out of the you office. And if you do, have a bag with you when you come into the office too bad i've got equipment that i'm bringing in so if if you don't want me to come home with mugs you better clear off every single one of those drink stations that's gonna be funny and i will i'm going to video when i walk up to a drink station if all the mugs are are gone then i'm gonna laugh so hard but if they're there i'm I'm totally stealing a couple i'm putting them all behind locked cabinets you literally just ruined my day (laughs) installing security measures for the mugs (laughs) yeah Yeah, you better watch that captain america shield too i'm coming for that too Uh, all right Real quick, hey, real quick, um, they're, they're just super fast, and I don't know that it needs to be talked about, but but I will ask you anyway. There is a a, a, dis- a mining display bug. You got any commentary on that? Already be fixed in the works. We've pushed all the mining events so that this won't hopefully affect any of those, and the fix will be up before the mining events are up. It is just a display thing, though, right? Correct. Like it's not it's actually a affecting. Display. As soon as you hop okay. off the node, you're not those the the cargo goes away. Okay, but you still have the cargo. Like, you're still holding the cargo. It just shows that it's not there. Okay. Yeah, did you hear that, guys? Uh, there's mining events. <laughs> there's always right. mining events. Yay. When have there not mining events? You hey, don't really. No new type of armada. Solar armadas are not new. Oh, for the love of am I, am I wrong? Am I wrong? Get better ideas. I, I, even me. Even me, who loves solo armadas. Like I'm starting to, I'm getting bored, dude. I'm getting mm-hmm. bored. Give me, give me something fresh. Give me something fresh. Okay. Just saying. Roger. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That is. Don't you dare with the solo assaults. 
Are you freaking kidding me right now? Okay, Get out of here. Do, do not say that word. We time out. Time out. Word. Time out. All right, guys. Uh, that's going to do it. My name is Ultimate DJs. Thank you guys so much for being with us this morning for uh, Lower Decks Part Two, Part One. Um, the official September arc launch as we head into the five-year anniversary season and head into a brand new seasonal arc with uh, everybody's favorite Star Trek cartoon because everybody loves cartoons. It is Lower Decks. Billups, Ransom, and Freeman are your officers this month. Who's missing? Who is still missing? Dr. Ta'ana. Shax. Hmm. We got a few of them that are still missing. Maybe we will see them come up uh, in future content. Oh God, we are still we get the like fourth Spock. Oh God, please. Lower decks Spock. Lower decks Tuvok. Lower decks Tuvix. Tuvix. That's it. I want Tuvix. I want Tuvix. Hey, by the way, I will say this too as we're getting ready to wrap up. If you guys have not watched um, Madam Plancident Beck's patch notes video. So flipping cool. How did she do that? I I need to know how she did that. The art, I think they created themselves. I think Beck created it wow. herself in the movement, and she had some people help her with the uh, the mouth changing. That was incredible. If you guys haven't watched Beck's video, go watch it, because Lower Decks Beck is amazing, and I want that. Yeah. I want Lower Decks. As a matter of fact, I want Lower Decks Beck in the game. Make it so. Not before the botany back. <laughs> Fair enough. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been our special guest, Emperor Echo, this morning. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us. My name is Ultimate DJs. This has been a Talking in Cars with DJs episode, a subset of the Talking Trek podcast recorded live in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person, Sam Meow for now. Love you, man. Catch ya on the next one. Love, peace, and hair grease. Bye, guys. <laughs>